Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of the space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Takes a shot. Here's Kelly Davis wide open. Davis. Still going, and he's in for the touchdown. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know that's the q Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time to break down day number 14 of New York Jets training camp with the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, you had to be happy with the fact that today you didn't need your climate-controlled hat and it wasn't 106 degrees with the humidity. Oh, I loved every second of it. It it was (laughs) nice. We got out there a little bit later today, um, and then... I do it. was nice and cloudy. I, I was getting out of my car to hop on the shuttle over there. And I was just like, oh, man, I, I don't I don't need the bucket hat. I don't need anything extra. Hey, I'm just going to go out there and just casually watch practice today and not worry about sweating. Uh, so, yeah, that was pretty good. Chris, first order of business. It seems like we say this every single practice, but it bears repeating, I suppose. It was the Carl Lawson show again, and guess who he was beating? Mackay Becton. And so, same as it ever was, as Talking Heads once said, another big day for the Jets' prized acquisition at pass rusher, and Mackay Becton continues to be his victim. Yeah, and it's you know the same thing every day. Uh, I'll, I'll have a little bit more on this later when we talk about who talked at practice. I'll, I'll save that for later, though. But yeah, he's he's just. He's just a really bad matchup for him, and he's just so tough to stop. Uh, so, yeah, he's abusing the, the, the D-line again, and, yeah, it's, you know, Mekhi Becton seeing the bulk of uh, that abuse. Lawson wasn't the only player in the front seven that had a big day today. 
Another nice practice for Sheldon Rankins. It's funny, Chris, when the Jets signed him, the mentality among a lot of us was, well, he's a good player, but did they really need him? They already have a lot of players on that defensive line. And so when that happened, it was sort of an afterthought. But the more and more we see him, the more and more we realize he's going to be a factor and he's going to really help take a lot of the pressure off of Quinnen Williams, who came back today. This was his first day back. He didn't practice with the team in the team drills, but he was with the team in the individual drills. He's been activated off the pup list. That is a big addition for the Jets. And as I said, with Rankins playing as well as he has, including today, and with Quinton Williams back and slowly being brought into the mix, we're finally going to see how dominant this team can be on the defensive line because I assume that Quentin Williams is going to get into at least one of these preseason games and we'll get a glimpse into what this defensive line can be once the regular season starts. Yeah, well, it won't be this uh, week's game against the Packers. Uh, you know, Quentin, like you said, he did positional drills. When they went to team drills, he stood and watched for a little bit and then he went off to the side to do some in- individual uh, stuff as well. Uh, Robisella said that they'll probably work him in uh, for some of the Green Bay pack, uh, practices, uh, but he's he's not going to do like full practices and he won't play in the game uh, in Green Bay. So you'll have to wait till the next week to uh, against the Eagles. That, by then, I would expect him to be close to uh, fully uh, participating in practice. And then, you know, they'll probably give him a series or two in that uh, Eagles uh, preseason game. Uh, yeah, with Rankins... When they signed Rankins, it was to me it was just a question of how healthy he was going to be and how much he could get back to his old form. Because when he first started, uh, you know, his best trait was as an inside pass rusher. And pair him next to Quinnen Williams with John Franklin Myers, Bryce Huff, and Carl Lawson. Yeah, that that's going to be uh, hard for offensive lines to stop and hard for them to deal with. Um, but he's been he he's been really strong and good. Uh, again, it, it can be t- tough from the sidelines to see uh, through to see what's happening in the middle. Um, and also, Carl Lawson, Bryce Huff, and John Franklin Myers have looked so good on the edges that they've been uh, taking up most of our attention. But Sheldon Rankins has looked really good too. He had a, a play today where he just exploded off the line, and he also had that play at the early in the Giants game where he did the same thing. His get-off is, is looking really good right now. And, yeah, if, if you can pair him and Quinnen to create an inside pass rush with these edge guys, uh, quarterbacks are not going to feel safe back there. That's for sure. In the secondary, more positive signs, a good practice for Bryce Hall, Sherrod Neesman making his presence felt, and Jamie and Sherwood continues to trend upward. Yeah, uh, the interesting part about uh, both uh, – the uh, Neesman and uh, the Bryce Hall thing was it's a little good news, bad news situation because they both came off of uh, the Neesman one was a bad throw by Zach Wilson. The Bryce Hall interception was a bad decision uh, by Wilson. Uh, Wilson tried to hit Denzel Mims and threw it about five feet above his head. Uh, Mims tried his best to get it, but he couldn't. And it's it just sailed into Neesman, who was in perfect position to catch it and start to run it back. And then uh, Bryce Hall, uh, it, they were in red zones, uh, you know, goal line red zone or red zone uh, seven on sevens. 
And he tried to just uh, fit one in real quick to Jamison Crowder. Bryce Hall read it from before, well before he even threw it. At this point, we were up on the patio, so we had like an eagle eye view. And you could tell even before Wilson released it, like if he lets this ball go, it's going to be intercepted. Uh, Bryce Hall did, did an excellent job in coverage, stayed right his hip, identified it, and then just perfect timing to jump the route and make the pick. Um, so he's continuing to have a really strong camp as well. On the offensive side of the ball, you mentioned it already with Zach Wilson, another up-and-down practice. We've been conditioned by now to take this with a grain of salt because we understand they're throwing a lot at him, and it's also a situation where he's trying different things that may or may not actually work in the regular season. But still, this trend continues. Zach Wilson up and down practice, more good than bad, but again, mitigating circumstances, there's a reason why that's happening. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that you know, par for the course, this is to be expected. But he's he's when he looks good, he looks really good. Uh, you know, he he does have some moments where he's a little late to process something or realize something's happening and he'll be late on a throw or late bouncing out of the pocket, but he's more, more often than not, I'm impressed with the way he moves around the pocket, uh, the way that he works it, the way that he can uh, get the ball out quick. We saw it on Saturday night, very limited, but uh, when he just decides to just grip it and rip it and let it go, that ball gets out really quick and it, it's getting on target. There's, you know, he occasionally he, he'll sail one a little high, uh, but his accuracy has been very good and very impressive for the most part. Also on the offensive side of the ball, Denzel Mims finally getting some run with the ones and playing well. And Michael Carter had a really nice practice. It feels like every practice we're talking about at least one of the running backs. We've heard about Tevin Coleman. We've heard about Ty Johnson. We've heard about LaMichael P. Ryan a lot more than we expected to. Today it was Michael Carter's turn. Yeah, and, and that's why I keep saying this. It bears repeating. The Jets are going to be a heavy run team this year. They are going to use that run, and they're going to use the run to set up the pass, build the passing attack off of that. Um, but with the backs that they have and how they all have specific traits uh, that fit this offense, you're going to see a lot of shuffling guys in and out, and then you're gonna they're going to ride the hot hand. And that's kind of how it's – it's not like they're just giving one guy the bulk of the carries in in camp practices. They're still splitting it up. But each day there's one guy who stands out a little bit more than the rest of them. Um, You know, maybe two stand out the most, but there's usually one guy that kind of won the day. Um, And when that happens during the game, you're going to most likely see them ride that, that hot hand at that point. Uh, but yeah, today was Carter's turn. It wasn't the first time that uh, it, he was at the forefront of it, but he he looked really good, really quick and shifty today. Um, and yeah, so it's it it'll be interesting to see exactly how they start the season, start uh, divvying up those touches. Because again, I I do think that it, assuming they're all healthy at the start of the season, I think you got really the top three guys: Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson and Michael Carter are probably going to see the bulk of it there. Um, maybe P. Ryan and more um, goal line short yarded situations, but he'll get worked in uh, some as well, but probably a little bit less. 
Um, and so I think you're going to you're going to see those three getting the bulk of the touches early and then just whoever's doing the best and got that and they're going to ride with them. And with Mims today, he, he you know, I told, talked about the play Zach Wilson missed going high, but he had a bunch of other really good plays. Uh, he was getting a lot a lot of reps today that he wasn't getting earlier in camp that people were freaking out about. And again, I just expect at this point that they're probably going to open up again, uh, injuries aside, uh, if everyone's healthy, they're probably going to open up with Corey Davis and Keelan Cole as the starters on the outside. Elijah Moore will come in and do some slot and outside, and he'll probably end up quickly getting more uh, snaps and targets than Keelan Cole. Um, so I, I don't, I think that, you know, towards the middle end of the season, you could see Mims working his way up there to be more of the, the number two when uh, Elijah Moore isn't there. Um, so he'd be like in that two, three-ish range. Um, and then obviously, you know, Jamison Crowder is going to do most of his work in the slot. slot. Um, so I think you'll see him get more reps increase as the season goes on. But I won't be surprised if it's like limited opportunities for him to start the season. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. The three main tight ends made some news today. First of all, Ryan Griffin left the field. He was injured. Chris Herndon caught a touchdown pass in seven on sevens. And Tyler Croft, Tomb Raider, was very up and down. He, to me, is the main blocking tight end. I think that's the purpose he's going to serve. Everybody's kind of hoping that Herndon starts to live up to what we were hoping he would be his rookie year. It's nice to hear that he's doing well in camp, but as you point out all the time, Chris, he always does well in camp, so that's never really the problem. It's what happens on game days. Talk to me about all three of these tight ends and what happened with them today. Yeah, well, with Griffin, it's it's not expected to be a major injury. With uh, Tyler Croft, th- this was his worst practice of camp so far. I've actually been impressed with him uh, receiving for the most part. Uh, 
he's he's done better than I expected throughout camp. But you're right. He's and I know people are still going back and forth about who's going to be the starting tight end. And I, I, I think it's Tyler Croft because of the blocking and because of how important and the emphasis on blocking they want from the tight ends here. Uh, I think, you know, when, when they want a tight end to run around and catch a pass, they'll probably be leaning on Herndon at least at first. Uh, but it, they're going to, they expect a lot out of their tight ends blocking and Tyler Croft can do that. I think they trust him the most with that. Um, and yeah, Herndon, Herndon had a, a quieter camp than normal to start, but he's been coming on strong. Um, but yeah, we, it's, it's all just wait and see. Other news, Chris, Chris Nagar, the kicker who came in here from SMU, undrafted free agent. We kept hearing about what a big leg he had. But then if you went and actually looked at his kicking stats at SMU, they weren't very good. And there's a reason we hadn't heard much about him. It's not like he was getting a lot of buzz the way that Jose Borregalis was. Jose Borregalis, of course, won National Kicker of the Year. And so his poor showing on Saturday is probably what put the nail in the coffin. But he wasn't doing that great in camp. He was doing so-so at best. He's gone now. And so the only one left is Amendola. I assume that the Jets are not done at kicker. They'll probably bring in somebody else, whether it's a undrafted free agent that's hanging around or a veteran or somebody that gets cut later on. But Chris Nagar is not going to be the kicker for this team. He's done. Yeah, Chris no longer the kicker. Um, uh, so that's what uh, I was calling him, just Chris the kicker. So, you know, they got to be very careful with that last name. There's a, a sigh of relief from a, a, a lot of the beat writers that there's not going to be any typos. No one's going to say, here's something wrong when you say the name. Uh, he he just wasn't, didn't perform. I mean, you know, he, that kick in the Giants game, that was a 53-yarder, which fair to miss like you're not going to hold a miss against uh a kicker missing a 53 yard field goal but to miss it like that yeah you're going to hold it against them and there's been a lot of that in training camp there's been a lot of just what happened there like uh, like i uh, how how uh so amandola is still around we'll see uh i continue to joke that i the worst I uh, position for roster predictions for me over the years has been kicker. I uh, I since Nick Folk, I always get a, the, the kicker wrong. I always go for the guy with the big leg, and they end up not settling on that. And uh, right now, obviously, Amendola looks to be in good shape. But if somebody else shakes free that they want, then I, I can absolutely see them shake and picking them up. And you know that. Amendola's spot is certainly not secure right now Even though he's the only kicker on the roster Chris, we talked about Ryan Griffin's injury Let's discuss what else is going on Around the injury situation Elijah Vera Tucker did not practice Neither did Elijah Moore Ronnie Blair didn't practice And neither did Braxton Berrios Where do we sit with those guys And everybody else in terms of what's going on with injuries? Yeah, so uh, the Elijah Moore thing again, they're not concerned about it. They have they said zero level of concern right now, but they're not going to push it. Um, so I I don't think you're going to see him in Green Bay. Uh, I know you're not going to see him in the game in Green Bay. I, I don't think you'll see him even practicing. Probably just doing stuff off to the side. Elijah Vera Tucker still being classified as day to day. We're officially on the second week of it. 
So I don't know if that can should really be day-to-day still, but uh, that that's what we're going with here. Um, and then I, I believe Barrios is getting closer, but and 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 Blair they've been out for a little bit. Uh, they're they're getting closer, but there's they still got some time. That's it. I wouldn't expect anything from them uh, this week either. Chris, after practice, we heard from the returning Quinn and Williams, Makai Becton, and Coach Robert Sella. What did they have to say? Yeah, well, Becton was funny. Uh, Becton was asked about uh, how he felt about, you know, his first game action uh, playing against the Giants. And he basically just said, it was great. Uh, he was, I didn't have to go against Carl Lawson. Uh, <laughs> and got a big uh, giggle out of us reporters. And he just, he talked about the matchup with Carl and yeah, acknowledge that Carl has been whooping him. Like, <laughs> but he's, he's, uh, it's made him better. Uh, he also had another funny line talking about, uh, you know, he, he was like, Carl's shorter. And then he was like, well, it stopped himself. I'm not short. He, uh, he's lower to the ground. And I'm like, yeah, that, that, that means shorter. I'm even lower to the ground. I'm shorter. <laughs> um, but he, he clearly meant it as like relatively, he's not saying Carl's a short person, but he is a shorter edge rusher. Um, but acknowledge that, you know, just technique wise, fundamentally wise, that Carl Lawson is so sound um, that it, it's tough a matchup for him. And it, it's improving him, helping him improve. He said during the game, he went over to the sidelines after the first drive and thanked him. He went, he went right over and was like, thanks for beating me so much. He's like, you're making me better. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and then he was asked about, uh, you know, just the defensive line in general. And he was just, he was just like effusive in his praise for these guys. Just being like, they're all dogs. They can attack you from any different angle and they can beat you in so many different ways. Uh, one thing he's really uh, happy about and uh, excited about is the play of this offensive line, though, especially with the run blocking. And, you know, he's that that's what he lives for. Um, run blocking is his favorite thing to do. Um, and even with Elijah Vera Tucker out, he said the communication has gotten a lot better. Uh, it's really coming along strong. And he thinks that they can, uh, you know, really do a good job. Um opening up holes for these guys. Uh, but yeah, the, the highlight of, of it was definitely him talking about Carl Lawson and everything about that. And just, just him coming out and like, you know, we saw this uh, on the NBA with, with Giannis when Giannis was like, yeah, Kevin Durant's the best player in the league right now. And it, it was cool to see like an uh, NBA superstar that type of humility to just be, yeah, no, he, he's the best. Like I'm, I'm still great, but he's the best. And Becton was kind of like, yeah, man, he's, he's been whooping me. Uh, like there, there's no way around it, but it, it's, yeah, I'm getting better because of it. So it's worth it. Um, uh, with Quinn and Williams, when he was asked, you know, about the defensive line as a whole, when you have a family full of sharks, everyone is going to eat. Um, so he's excited about all the talent surrounding him as well. He knows that's going to make his job easier. He's really excited about, um, his, this fit in Robert Sala's defense, the idea that they're just get upfield and attack. Uh, he's really excited about that. Uh, he said he watched a lot of, uh, Fletcher Cox and then Dominican Sioux film to see how can, he can, uh, really fit and dominate in a four, three front. 
Um, and then he said he has he has a new stance to help his explosiveness off the ball. So that's going to be something I'm going to have to keep an eye on when, once he starts getting some game action and once I, I can start seeing him and practice more often. But I'll, if if he can be more explosive and he has a new stance that that helps him be even better, I mean, yeah, with the, with the combined talent around him, that that's going to be a scary thought for opposing quarterbacks. Yeah, for, with Salah, there wasn't really too much uh, illuminating today. He had some stuff about the injuries again, like uh, not he's not concerned about Elijah Moore. Um, he gave us some of those updates, but a lot of stuff was about uh, getting ready for Green Bay and how those type of practices are going to be. So there's no uh, real newsworthy quotes out of the Salah presser today. Chris, before we run ahead to bring this up, imagine my surprise when I look at my phone and I see that Mike White is trending and then I click on it and it says Mike White accepts the criticism and I'm sitting here and I am just gobsmacked because I'm thinking, what is he getting criticized for? He's a backup or maybe even a third string quarterback. And why is he trending? And then I looked and it's not Mike White, the quarterback. It's some old dude who's the executive producer of a show called White Lotus that I've never heard of. Apparently they had their finale and a lot of the fans were not happy with it. So he's getting crushed. And so he said he accepts the criticism. So I thought it was hilarious because obviously my settings on Twitter are geared towards what I like. And so when I saw Mike White trending, I thought, what could he have done? And it wasn't that Mike White. But it just goes to show you that sometimes when you have a name that's very common like that, these things are going to happen. And I'm sure he's probably getting ribbed in the locker room by guys who looked at trending topics and saw this. Yeah, well, that was your reaction. Now imagine my reaction while I'm sitting up on the podium and I'm just scrolling through Twitter <laughs> looking at something. And I quickly just I, – I was looking and trying to send something out and then look back. So I saw like out of the corner of my eye and then I closed Twitter and I was like, uh, you know, like seven seconds passed, and I was like, "Wait a second, what did I see there?" It finally hit and registered, and I went back and I see Mike White accepts criticism, and I was like, "Well, I'm good for Mike White, but what? Why is this trending like that?" I, I wasn't, uh, but I'm looking, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." And yeah, I saw uh, I it was the HBO show who what I've actually been looking forward to watching. I I heard a lot of good things. It's like a heavy satire show. I heard a lot of good things going up, but now. When, it, when there's a show I'm waiting to watch and someone tells me the ending ruins it all, uh, that's a quick way to get me to bail on it quick. But, yeah, I was sitting there at practice looking. I'm like, I'm watching my flight right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's criticism. It would have been funny, too, if somebody actually asked the question like, Mike, do you accept the criticism for the ending of White Lotus yesterday? And he would have been like, yeah. what the hell are you talking about? What's White Lotus? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what a world we live in, Chris. What a world. But last thing I wanted to mention before we go is something sad happened. Joe Walton, who was the head coach of the Jets from 1983 to 1989, and before that was the offensive coordinator for a couple of years under head coach Walt Michaels, has passed away. Walt Michaels, of course, passed away within the last couple of years, too. Joe Walton was 85. He was head coach at Robert Morris University for a really long time after getting fired by the New York Jets. His offense was excellent when he was the offensive coordinator. And even when he was the head coach, the offense had so many great players on it. Wesley Walker, 
Altoon, Freeman McNeil, Mickey Schuler, Kenny O'Brien. It was the most fun and electric offense that this team has had probably since the days of Joe Namath, and they haven't had anything like it since. So Walton, an excellent offensive architect, somebody who occupies an important space in Jets history, and it's very sad that he passed away at the age of 85. And with that, we will wrap up the show. Chris, thank you so much for coming on. As always, really appreciate it. If you want to check out everything that Chris is doing right now, you can look at his work at JetsInsider.com. Follow him on Twitter at CNimbly and at JetsInsider. And check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Brand new video by Luke Grant up there right now. The big five takeaways from the Jets win over the Giants on Saturday night. So check that out and subscribe if you haven't done that already. And make sure that you give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time. Doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in the New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.